بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فقال الإمام محمد عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى باب النهي عن سب الريح باب النهي عن سب الريح ثم قال رحمه الله عن عبي بن كعب رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا تسب الريح فإذا رأيتم ما تكرهون فقولوا اللهم إن نسألك من خير هذه الريح وخير ما فيها وخير ما أمرت به ونعوذ بك من شر هذه الريح وشر ما فيها وشر ما أمرت به صحه الترمذي رحمه الله تعالى In this chapter the 58th chapter of this amazing book, Kitab al-Tawheed, the book of Tawheed, pertaining to the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the abid, upon the worshippers, upon the slaves of Allah, upon the slaves of Allah. The 58th chapter here, he mentions An-Nahi An-Sabirrih, An-Nahi An-Sabirrih. And that is the prohibition of cursing the wind. The prohibition, any the chapter pertaining to the prohibition of cursing the wind. Babu and Nahi, the chapter pertaining to the narrations and texts, or in this instance, a text regarding the prohibition, the proof and evidence regarding the prohibition of cursing the wind of cursing the wind and then he mentions rahimullah ta'ala hadith of ubay ibn ka'ab he said that said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said 
Do not curse the wind. If you see something that displeases you, then say, Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri hadhihi rih wa khayri ma fiha wa khayri ma umirat bih. If any of you see something that displeases you, then say, Oh Allah, we ask you for the good of this wind and the good of what is in it and good that it has been commanded to bring along with it. And then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, وَنَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا هَذِهِ الْرِحِ And we seek refuge and protection from the harms that may come from this wind. وَشَرِّ مَا فِيهَا And the harms that is in it. وَشَرِّ مَا أُمِرَتْ بِهِ And the evil that it's commanded to bring along with it. And this is hadith is uh, sahih, it's authentic. And the ulama have authenticated this hadith, this narration. And from them is uh, a, a tirmidhi, uh, rahimullah ta'ala. And it's from the, tirmidhi, the sunan of tirmidhi. And like the way uh, the talib ilm, the student of knowledge who looks into the, the, the sunnah, sunan of uh, tirmidhi, rahimullah, you'll find that he sometimes in there authenticates a hadith, a narration, by saying it's either Hassan, or saying that it is gharib, or saying that it is sahih. And in this instant here, he, rahimullah ta'ala, has declared and graded this narration as sahih, as authentic from the highest levels of authenticity as it relates to the narrations that are ascribed to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So regarding this narration, we're going to deal with a few points. We're going to deal with a few points, inshallah. Point number one is let us subbu arih. Do not do shat la tashtumu. Let us subbu arih, ayi la tashtumu. Do not curse, yani, do not speak ill of. Do not speak ill of the wind. Do not say bad things regarding the wind. La tashtumu. Naam. Point number two. Where the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, فَإِذَا رَأَيْتُ مَا تَكْرَهُونَ And if you see that which, you, which displeases you. This point here, ikhwatil kiram, is uh, an important point. And that is regarding the qadr of Allah, or that which the wind brings is from the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there is no evil in it. There is no evil in that which the wind brings. And there is no evil in that which the wind contains. Because it works and it operates from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his command. So here the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, إِذَا فَإِذَا رَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَكْرَهُونَ فَإِذَا رَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَكْرَهُونَ And if you see that which displeases you, that which displeases you, not that which is evil, that which displeases you. So therefore, either ta'adaytum bi shay'in min hararatiha aw burudatiha aw quwwatiha. Either ta'adaytum bi shay'in min hararatiha aw burudatiha 
And that is either that if you see that which displeases you, a from those things that may harm you from its heat from the wind or its coldness from the wind or its strength and the velocity from the wind. Now, that's you if it harms you. So therefore, this brings us to understanding the rest of this hadith. Where the Messenger ﷺ said, and this is point number three, Nukta to Thalitha, point number three, that you should say, Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri hadhi rih wa khayri ma fiha wa khayri ma umirat bihi wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma hadhi rih wa sharri ma fiha wa sharri ma umirat bihi. And that is, O oh Allah, we seek refuge, we, we ask you from the good of this wind and the good of that which it contains and the good of that which it's been commanded with. And we seek refuge from the evil uh, that comes from this wind and that which it contains and that which has been commanded with. Yani, here, which is intended here is that it's relative. Shar nisbi. That it's relative. It's a relative harm, meaning you things that you dislike uh, because a shar la yarju ilayk as the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallama he mentions an authentic hadith where he said a sharru la yarja ilayk and that is evil does not come back to you and that is that this issue here of harm and evil is relative, meaning you yourself feel it as it's harming you, so you feel that it's evil. You yourself feel that it's harming you, and you feel that it's evil. When in reality, all, is good, all of it is good from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But because of the weakness of our, 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 uh, our knowledge, we do not know the wisdom behind the heat of the wind, and we do not know the wisdom behind sometimes the coldness of the wind. And we do not know the wisdom behind its velocity and its strength. Naam. So here it's relative shar. It's relative shar. Not general. It's relative. Not kuliyan. It's nisbiyan. It's relative to every individual. And this is we find in the waqi, in real life, that when the wind blows... Some people would enjoy it and others would not enjoy it. When the wind blows in a country where it's hot and the wind is blowing and there is breeze, then the individual is benefiting from the coolness of that wind. And it is hot and with the wind it will cool that person or that area down. So this is relative for that individual or that country. And then you may find in another country, probably at the same time, where the wind blows and it's cold in the Alps, or in Toronto, Canada, or in a, in a, in a, in, in a, Salamakumullah, in a cold country, huh? and you find, Antarctica and, and so forth, you find that when the wind blows in this instant, it, for that, those specific individuals, it may seem sharp, harmful to them, because the, the wind will cut because it's cold and it will cause blisters and so forth. So it's relative. So it's relative. But underlying all of the 
actions and the commands of the wind is khair, is good. And that wisdom of that wind that is hot, and that wisdom of the harara, the wisdom of the buruda, the wisdom of the coldness or the heat of the wind is from the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which is why it brings us to point number four. It brings us to point number four, and that is that it is mamnur, la yajuz. It is haram to curse the wind. This brings us to point number four, and that it is haram, impermissible to curse the wind. And why is that? And that is that لما كان الإسلام يأمر بمكارم الأخلاق وينهى عن سفسافها نهى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن شتم الريح ولعنها وذلك لأن الريح مخلوقات من مخلوقات الله لا تسكن ولا تتحرك ولا تنفع ولا تضر إلا بأمر الله فيكون شتمها شتما أو شتما لمدبرها وهو الله عز وجل and that is that from the fundamentals or the is the that from the affairs that Islam commands is good manners and good character. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد نعم فنقطة ثالثة so the third point that we mentioned was um, the affair of relative uh, harm or relative comfort regarding uh, the ibad as it relates to the wind and that is that from the previous point we mentioned that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said فَإِذَا رَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَكْرَهُونَ regarding the wind that if you see some, something that displeases you if you see something that displeases you now this means that that displeasure is relative to you it's relative to you and we brought an example of the individual who lives in a hot country where the wind blows and it's comfort for that individual so it's relative so they they are comfortable but as it relates to maybe uh, a colder country where there is ice it's icy and it's cold it's freezing the wind will will seem to that individual as a harm or harmful or hurt it or some type of discomfort now so this is relative but as for the wind is all of it is good all of it is good and that is that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said ash-sharru la yarju ilayk or kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that uh, evil does not go back to you so all of the commands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khair and we are unable to see that wisdom due to our lack of knowledge but that wisdom is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There isn't anything that Allah has commanded except that it is good. So now the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Sharru la yarja ilayk. And evil does not uh, return to you. Because all of Allah's commands is, 
it's from his wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala and fi khair all of it is good what we due to our lack of knowledge and knowledge of the wisdom behind such things it may seem harmful to us but in reality kulluha khair all of it is good so this brings us to the final point of uh, this chapter about babu an-nahi and sabbir rih and that is the prohibition of cursing the wind and that is that lamakan al-islam ya'mur bi makarim al-akhlaq that is that islam commands with having the perf- perfect and befitting manners wa yanhi an safsafiha and he prohibits foul uh, manners and 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 so and ill manners and so forth so therefore the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam naha an shatmi rih wala'niha the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam prohibited us from cursing the wind and and uh, speaking ill of the wind why li'anna ar-rih makhluqatun min makhluqati lahi tabaraka wa ta'ala because the wind is a creation from the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La taskun wa la tatharraku wa la tanfa'u wa la tadurru illa bi amrillahi azza wa jalla. It does not remain at ease. It does not move. It does not benefit. It does not harm except from the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fayakunu shatmuha shatman li mudabbiriha. So therefore, cursing it is like cursing the one who disposed of it, the one who commanded it, uh, commanded it. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this, my barakallahu fikum, we can connect it. It's similar to the chapter where the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama, he said, let us dahr. Do not curse time. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And that is because Allah is the dahr. Yani, yudabru al-layl wa nahar that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is time, do not curse time because it's him that alternates the night and the day and likewise do not curse the wind because it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who commands the wind and if we do not know the benefit from that wind we have iman that it is khair and that it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we do not curse it because that's, disrespect- that's being disrespectful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala na'am so this here chapter, uh, the munasaba and uh, the the suitability of this chapter in the book of Tawheed and the chapter on this hadith is that naha hadha al-hadith an sabbi al-reeh li'anna sabbiha or sabbaha sabbun li-mudabbiriha wa dhalika yunafi al-tawheed and that is that we've been prohibited from cursing the wind because the wind is because cursing the wind is cursing the one who commanded it is the one who disposed of it and that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is negating uh, a tawheed and this is negating a tawheed so this is the suitability of this chapter and the suitability of this hadith in kitab al-tawheed in the book of al-tawheed and then we move on inshallah to the second chapter today and that is chapter 59 and that is chapter 59 حيث قال قال الامام محمد عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى باب قول الله تعالى يظنون بالله غير الحق ظن الجاهليه 
يذنون بالله غير الحق ظن الجاهلية يقولون هل لنا من الأمر من شيء قل إن الأمر كله لله قل إن الأمر كله لله وقول الله تعالى ويعذب المنافقين والمنافقات والمشركين ومشركات الظانين بالله ظن السوء عليهم دائرة السوء وغرب الله عليهم ولاعنهم وعد لهم جهنم وساءت مصيرا وعد لهم نعم وعد لهم جهنم وساءت مصيرا and that is the chapter here where the the the, the muallif Sheikh Islam Muhammad Abdul Hab rahimahullah ta'ala he mentions two verses and then after he mentions a statement of Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala and the two verses are the first one which is in Surah Al-Imran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said and they thought wrongly of Allah yadhunnuna billahi ghayr al-haqq they thought wrongly of Allah and he had bad thoughts of Allah dhann al-jahiliya the thought of ignorance يقولون, they say Have we any part in this affair? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Muhammad, يعني, Say O Muhammad In al-amr kulluhu lillah And that the, indeed the affair wholly belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala All of the affair belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And then he mentions uh, the second verse And that is uh, regarding the munafiqeen who those who think evil thoughts about Allah for them is a disgraceful torment for them is a disgraceful torment regarding these uh, two narration uh, ayat from the book of Allah pertaining to this chapter we're going to deal with a few points inshallah ta'ala the first point that we're going to deal with barakallahu feekum is that number one the message Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding having bad thoughts of Allah Allah attributed it to Jahiliyyah Allah attributed it to Jahiliyyah Allah attributed having evil thoughts and bad thoughts for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the affairs of ignorance and that is to dispraise this affair. It's a dispraisal of this affair and to show its 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 faults and its evilness. Naam that one that one has bad faults of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this verse uh, occurred uh, in uh, in uh, in uh, in the battle of Uhud. In the battle of Uhud, Lama Hasala Allah Muslimin wa Hasad, in that which occurred uh, regarding the Muslims of that day and that is that initially they were, win- they were winning and they were beating the Mushrikeen in the battle of Uhud and those who were, uh, de- who were designated to, uh, to guard with arrows and so forth the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Amarahum and Yuthbitu Makanahum and to stay in their position and some of them they decided to go for the booty for the ghanima and they left their position and uh, khalian there was no one 
to guard that position they were initially commanded by the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to remain firm and stay and, and, and stay put they left that so it was unguarded and that which occurred for the Muslim occurred from defeat and those who died died from the Muslims Qutila man qutil min al-Muslimin and the Jahla the Munafiqoon the hypocrites they said that they were saying that after this that the Muslims will not be uh, will have any goodness there will be no good for the Muslims after this and there will be no victory after this yani they were having bad thoughts with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that after this there will be no victory no success for the Muslims and this was the the uh, uh, re- this was revealed regarding the munafiqun regarding the hypocrites point number 2 point number 2 and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says qul innal amr kulluhu lillah and that is that the affair all of it is with Allah meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indahu hikmatul baligha that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has pure wisdom wa taqdiru at-tamma or taqdiru at-tam and the decree is completely with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala qul innal amr kulluhu lillah wa huwa alladhi qaddara dhalik it's from the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa tilka ayam mudawwilaha bainan nas as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding the the the, the uhud and today we alternate the affairs with the people and it's from the wisdom of Allah that today you have victory and tomorrow, to, tomorrow you will not have victory and then you may have victory after that this is from the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hadha min taqdirillah huwa alladhi qaddara dhalik فمن الحكمة في ظهور المشكين المسلمين أن بعض الناس تعلقوا برسول صلى الله عليه وسلم وظنوا أن عنده شيء من النصر فأعلمهم الله بأن محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ليس بيدي شيء ليس لك من الأمر شيء الأمر بيد الله and that is from the wisdom of the Muslims being defeated in that day of Uhud is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was educating the people that the affair is not with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and rather it is with Allah al-amr laysa laka min al-amr shay as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said laysa laka min al-amr shay that it is not upon you O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-amr biyadillah subhanahu wa ta'ala the decree and the wisdom is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the high level of Tawheed that Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad al-Habr is bringing here in this chapter and that is that the affair is with Allah the decree is with Allah so one should have good thoughts with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Naam point number three and from the hikmah and from the wisdom in this affair is a statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Ta'ala Imran and in Surah Ta'ala Imran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions uh, a bit of, of the battle of Uhud and in that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is that when the affliction occurred with them uh, that, they were, that, that they were afflicted and then they said, what is this affliction? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, قُلْ هُوَ مِنْ عِنْدِ أَنفُسِكُمْ This is from yourselves. This is from yourselves. The wisdom behind this, ya ikhwatil karam, 
is that al-musibah wal-hazima ja'at min qibli amalikum that the loss of victory it came from your actions wa huwa annahum khalafu amra an khalafu amra an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fataraku al-thaghr al-ham and that is that they left uh, the command of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they left the command of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and then they were afflicted and this ya ikhwatul kiram is wisdom from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this occurring and that is for them those who were who were there in the battle of uhud and likewise those after who uh, the, the story has been narrated and that is that when one opposes the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam harm will befall them when one opposes the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam harm will befall them and that is from the hikmah of allah so you have good thoughts with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not have bad suspicion or bad thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when something occurs and that is here in this, in this situation. You disobey the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You oppose his command and when you oppose the command of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bad things will happen. And this we see in our times today where we find And that's when we find in our times today, uh, those who oppose the Ummah, when we oppose the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there will be musibah, there will be afflictions, the Kuffar will be of, uh, overpowering the Muslims, the Muslims will be weak. Why? In Tansurullah Yansurukum. Now if you obey Allah, Allah will give you victory. And obeying Allah is obeying the Messenger. مَنَ الطَّاعَ الرَّسُولُ فَقَدَ الطَّاعَ اللَّهُ Whoever obeys the messenger has obeyed Allah. So you'll get victory if we follow the commands of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So there is hikmah, there is wisdom behind this. But the munafiqeen, the munafiqoon, the hypocrites, they took this as a way to think badly of Allah and say, Naam, this is a sign. This is a sign of Allah not giving any type of success for the believers. And they were jubilant regarding this affair. And this takes us to point number four. Point number four, and that is that in this Barakallahu Fikum uh, verse is a rad, and we're talking about the first, the first verse, and that is the verse of Ali Imran, verse number uh, Surah Ali Imran, verse number 153, 54 rather, and that is that it's a rad, is a refutation ala al qadriya It's a refutation as against the deviant groups, the Qadriya, those who say that in Allah and that is that those who say that Allah does not know uh, the occurrence of an affair until after it has happened. That Allah has no previous knowledge. This is from the Aqidah of the Qadriya. And this here verse is a refutation against them. Qul huwa min indi anfusikum. Yani afwan. قُلْ إِنَّ الْعَمْرُ كُلُّهُ لِلَّهِ قُلْ إِنَّ الْعَمْرُ كُلُّهُ لِلَّهِ And that is that all of the affairs are for Allah. Allah knows. It's from the wisdom of Allah when a musibah happens. It's from the wisdom of Allah when death occurs. It's from the wisdom of Allah when poverty occurs. It's from the wisdom of Allah when harm occurs. It's from the hikmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is khair. There is wisdom behind it. So don't have bad thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is a refutation against the Qadriyyah. 
a refutation of Qadriya because the Muslimun Yaquluna MashaAllahu can. Fallahu Ida Arada Shayan La Buddha min Wukuihi. The believers, the Muslimun, they say that which Allah wills will occur. And Allah, if He wants something, then it's no this then it's a must that it would happen. Sha'an Nasu Amla, whether the people like it or not. And that which Allah does not will will not occur. If people won't like it or not. And that is the will of Allah overwhelms. The will of Allah encompasses. The will of Allah overpowers all other wills of the makhluqeen. Of the creation, whether the people are happy regarding it or they dislike it, the wisdom of Allah, the Mashiach of Allah, the will of Allah is overwhelming. So, therefore, one should have husnuddan and think good of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, regarding the second verse. And that is the statement of uh, the, the munafiqeen as we meant who, Those who think evil thoughts about Allah For them is a disgraceful, disgraceful torment Those who have or think evil thoughts of Allah Or about Allah for them is a disgraceful torment In this verse here in Surah Al-Fatih Naam Verse number six, we have a few points of benefit that we can, inshallah, ta'amal and reflect upon. The first one, that having husnul dhan billahi wajibun min wajibati tawheed. And that is having good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is from the obligations of the obligations of tawheed. It's an obligation, an obligation from the obligations of Tawheed and to see it's impermissible for any of us to have bad thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but rather we should have good thoughts of Allah فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِعِبَادِهِ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ وَدُودٌ we must have good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he is the most compassionate and merciful to his slaves the one that shows love, that loves his slaves. The ones who forgives the sins and hides the, the errors and the, and, and, and the mistakes of his ibad from his mercy. And he is the one who provides the all strong subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. So we should have good thoughts with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this year, Ikhwatil Karam shows the importance of the ilm of Tawheed al-Asma'i wa Sifat. It shows the importance of the Tawheed of Allah's names and His attributes. If the Abd understands that Allah is Ghafoor, he understands that Allah is the most merciful, he will have good thoughts of Allah. That Allah is Ar-Rahim, he will have good thoughts of Allah. That Allah is the most merciful, he has good thoughts of Allah. That He is Al-Wadud, that He is one who shows love and compassion to His Ibad, to His slaves, he has good thoughts of Allah. That He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is Al-Afu, Yuhibu Al-Afu. That he is the one that pardons, he loves pardoning. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to pardon us. He has this knowledge of these names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, understanding according to the way of the people of the Sunnah, the book of the Sunnah, 
that if they have this understanding they'll have good thoughts of Allah so this shows the importance of studying uh, uh, Asma wa Sifat Tawheed al-Asma Sifat as this would aid the Abd in having uh, good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala correctly upon Tawheed Point number two, Nam Allah sub point number two, Nukta Tuthania, Nam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, Al Ghafur, that He is the most uh, forgiving and oft forgiving and so forth, and the most merciful and Al Wadud and Al Latif, and, 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 and He subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most compassionate and the one who, who forgives and has mercy and the benevolent subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nam, this is the case. But it doesn't mean that the individual has this. Complacency. Individual does not go into extreme as he relates to hope, become complacent, and then he falls into sin because he says, Oh, Allah is Ghafoor, Allah is the most merciful. Uh, of forgiving Allah is a Rahman a Rahim the most benevolent the most compassionate Subhana Allah is a Wadu so then he becomes complacent <coughs> and then he falls into sins and he leaves the commandments the Ma'murat those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded why? because he's saying I have good thoughts of Allah La, uh, because num- as, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inform my slaves inform them that I am oft forgiving and merciful and also that my punishment is the ultimate torment in punishments so in this ya ikhwatil karam it shows the mawqif of the believer has to be bain al-khawfi wal-raja has to be a balance between fear and hope having good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is having this balance and that is the balance of fear and the, between fear and hope as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said nabbi ibadi anni ana ghafurur rahim tell my slaves that i am oft forgiving and merciful this is raja this is hope and that my punishment is a tormental punishment. This is the Janibul Khawf. This is the fear. So the Abd has to be balanced in between these two affairs, and that is Al Khawf or Raja. And like the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, likewise in Surah Al Araf, Inna Rabbaka Iqab wa inna Rahim. That verily. Your Lord is quick to take to take one to account and punish. And he is the most merciful and he's the most merciful and forgiving. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rahmah. Allah combined between punishment and mercy. So therefore, if one remembers the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he remembers the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he has good thoughts for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this will make him have good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the individual, he remembers the adab, you remember the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
and you remember your sins and that which is done by the sinners and the punishment for those who sin you will stay away from sins this is having good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has dispraised those who only have hope in Allah and become complacent as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says أَفَأَمِنُوا مَكْرَ اللَّهِ فَلَا يَأْمَنُوا مَكْرَ اللَّهِ إِلَى الْقَوْمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said do you feel secure and safe from the plan of Allah do they feel secure and safe from the plan of Allah one does not feel secure and safe from the plan of Allah except those who are from the losers the people that are from the losers and those who feel safe from the plan of Allah are those who are complacent they say that oh Allah is for you say to them you say to the Muslims Allah Musta'an brother stop smoking and he says inshallah Allah, Allah, Allah will forgive Allah will forgive brother stop selling khamar stop selling alcohol in your shop Allah will forgive Allah will forgive Allah is a razzaq Allah will forgive Allah is a ghafoor a razzaq Allah will provide and he'll forgive uh, and that is an individual who is complacent regarding the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala complacent as a to Allah and complacent feeling safe regarding the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so Allah dispraises them Naam. and likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rebukes those who go into extremes as it relates to uh, the uh, khawf and, and, and punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَمَنْ يَقْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّهِ إِلَّا الضَّالُونَ وَمَنْ يَقْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّهِ إِلَّا الضَّالُونَ now one does not feel despair and at loss regarding the mercy of Allah or his Lord except for those who are astray except for those who are astray فَعَلَيْكَ يَا عَبْدَ اللَّهِ فَعَلَيْكَ يَا عَبْدُ اللَّهِ أَنْ لَا تُغَلِّبُ جَانِبُ الرَّجَاحِ وَحُسْنَ الظَّنِ بِاللَّهِ وَلَا تُغَلِّبُ جَانِبِ الْخَوْفِ فَتَقْنَعْتُ مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ So, O Ibadullah, Abdullah, do not go into extremes as it relates to the hope and feeling hope and raja' in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Walaikum salam. Walaikum salam. Now, so one should not um, feel uh, safe from the plan of Allah uh, and go into extremes as it relates to hoping in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, that one does not feel despair regarding the mercy of Allah except for those who are astray. So Allah rebukes and dispraises those who go into extremes as it relates to al-khawf, the punishment of Allah. Or rather the mu'min, the believer, has good thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Abdullah, you should have good thoughts of Allah in hoping in his mercy. And Abdullah, you should have good thoughts in Allah in fearing his punishment subhanahu wa ta'ala min adli from his fairness subhanahu wa ta'ala and his
his wick and his wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala naam and then after this barakallahu feekum finally shaykh al-islam muhammad abdul hab rahimahullah ta'ala he mentions qala qala ibn qayyim rahimahullah fi ayat al-ula fussira hadha al-dhan bi annahu subhanahu la yansuru rasulah wa anna amrahu sayyidammahil وَفَسَّرَ بِأَنَّ مَا أَصَابَهُمْ لَمْ يَكُنْ بِقَدْرِ اللَّهِ وَحِكْمَتِهِ وَفُسِّرَ بِإِنْكَارِ الْحِكْمَةِ وَإِنْكَارِ الْقَدْرِ وَإِنْكَارِ أَنْ يُتِمَّ أَمْرَ رَسُولِهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَأَنْ يُذْهِرَهُ اللَّهِ عَلَى الدِّينِ كُلِّهِ وَهَذُ هُوَ الظَّنَّ السُّوءِ الَّذِي ظَنَّهُ الْمُنَافِقُونَ وَالْمُشْرِكُونَ فِي سُورَةِ الْفَاتِحِ وَإِنَّمَا كَانَ هَذَا الظَّنَّ السُّوءِ لِأَنَّهُ ظَنَّ غَيْرَ مَا يَلِيقُ بِهِ سُبْحَانُهُ وَمَا يَلِيقُ بِحِكْمَتِهِ وَحَمْدِهِ وَوَعْدِهِ الصَّادِقِ فَمَنْ ظَنَّ أَنَّهُ يُدِيلُ الْبَاطِلِ عَلَى الْحَقِّ إِدَالَةً مُسْتَقِرَّةً يَضْمَحِلُّ مَعَهَا الْحَقِّ أَوْ أَنْكَرَ أَنْ يَكُونَ مَا جَرَى بِقَضَائِهِ وَقَدْرِهِ أو أنكر أن يكون قدره بحكمة بالغة يستحق عليها الحمد بل زعم أن ذلك لمشيئة مجردة فذلك ظن الذين كفروا فويل للذين كفروا من النار وأكثر الناس وأكثر الناس يظنون بالله ظن السوء فيما يختص بهم وفيما نعم وَأَكْثَرُ النَّاسِ ابْنُ قَيْمٍ رَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى He went on and he said وَأَكْثَرُ النَّاسِ يَظُنُونَ بِاللَّهِ ظَنَّ السَّوْءِ فِيمَا يَخْتَصُ بِهِمْ وَفِيمَا يَفْعَلُهُ بِغَيْرِهِمْ وَلَا يُسَلِّمُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ وَلَا يَسْلِمُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ إِلَّا مَنْ عَرَفَ اللَّهَ وَأَسْمَعَهُ وَصِفَاتَهُ وليتوب إلى الله ويستغفره من ظنه بربه الظن السوء ولو فتشت من فتشت لرأيت عنده تعنتا على قدر وملامة له وأنه كان ينبغي أن يكون كذا وكذا فمستقل ومستكثر وفتش نفسك هل أنت سالم فإن تنجو منها تنجو من ذي عظيمة وإلا فإني لا إخلاء خالك ناجيا Naam. So Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala in this long um, Barakallahu feekum uh, excerpt here from Zad al-Mu'ad from Zad al-Mu'ad he mentions rahimahullah ta'ala four affairs or a few affairs I've numerated them to make it easier for us to consume bi'idhnillahi ta'ala the first one he says rahimahullah ta'ala Ibn Qayyim he said Fusira, the, ver- the first verse and that is the verse in uh, Surah Ali Imran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said يَذُنُّونَ بِاللَّهِ غَيْرَ الْحَقِّ ظَنَّ الْجَاهِلِيَّ They have bad thoughts or they think wrongly of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the thoughts of jahiliyyah, the thoughts of ignorance Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala He mentions and he says First Now, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, regarding that verse in Surah Ali Imran, the first verse in this chapter, he said that Fusira adhadhan bi'annahu subhanahu la yansur rasulah. And that is that 
some of the ulama have made the tafsir that this bad suspicion that they had is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not give victory to his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Naam. and he's at a lost cause and he's at a lost cause that's number one and number two and it's explained that the dhan, the bad suspicion that they had, Ibn Qayyim is saying that, that some from the tafsir is that they believed that that which afflicted the believers, the Muslims, is not from the qadr of Allah and it's not from his wisdom. Number three. Thirdly, Ibn, Ibn Qayyim says, وَفُصِّرَ بِإِنْكَارِ الْحِكْمَةِ and he said that it's been explained that the su of dhan, the bad thoughts that they had for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that they negated the wisdom. Yani the wisdom behind that which occurred in the battle of Uhud. Wa inkar al-qadr. Number four. And that is they negated the decree. The munafiqoon regarding the affair of the battle of Uhud. And number four, And number five, sorry, is that they have said, or the surah the bad thoughts that they had of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that they negated that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will complete and give victory to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that Allah will make the religion apparent and victorious over everything and this is the bad suspicions that the munafiqoon and uh, the mushrikun they had and likewise in surah al-fatih and that is the next verse that they had surah dhan for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they had surah dhan for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they thought about allah that which is not befitting that which is not befitting for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that which is not befitting from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and hamdihi. And that is the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala receives all praise. As is mentioned in Surah Fatiha, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise is for Allah. And that is due to his hikmah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, by the, and his wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala and his mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala and his rububiyyah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his uluhiyyah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by one having bad thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ibn Qayyim is saying that this is showing, uh, uh, it's not befitting for the hamd, for the praise that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is deserving. And then at the end, Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, he says that the majority of people have bad thoughts of Allah. They have bad thoughts of Allah with that which is specific for them, or that which is specific for others, and that which occurs uh, regarding other people and very few people are free are safe from having these bad thoughts what Ibn Qayyim he mentioned here is that when an individual is afflicted when an individual has a musibah yani, instead of saying inna lillahi wa inna rajiun for the death or saying ma qadrullahu ma fa'al, fa'al for something that occurs uh, that may be of harm to them or saying alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal all praise be to Allah in all of for all affairs. Instead of saying these adhkar on these these uh, sub, these, these supplications and these uh, remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the person says, "If only this happened, as we mentioned in low the previous chapters, 
And the person thought, did this happen? That will happen. Why did this happen? And they become despaired as it relates to the, the uh, rahm of Allah. This is what Ibn Qayyim is saying, that majority of people fall into this. Majority of people fall into this. But the individual, the individual who is safe from this, is man arafallahu wa asma'uhu wa sifata. Are the individuals who know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they have knowledge of his names and his attributes. They have knowledge of the tawheed of asma'u sifat. So therefore, they understand the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, from the necessities of or prerequisites of understanding the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is understanding it's his, uh, that is, is from his wisdom when occurrences occur and is from his praise, subhanahu wa ta'ala, asharru la yarju, la yarja' ilayk. And that is that evil does not go, go return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, kulluhu khair, all of it is good, it's from his wisdom. So the individual who doesn't have good thoughts of Allah has shown some deficiency in his tawheed, al-asma'i wa sifat. And then he gave an advice which is point number five I'd like, or six I'd like to mention. He gives, gives an advice. He says, so every individual that is, has common sense should reflect upon this regarding themselves and pay attention to themselves regarding this affair. And that he repents to Allah and seeks forgiveness from Allah for his thoughts regarding Allah. For his bad thoughts regarding Allah. And if you were to look and look at uh, many people, you'll find that people have this type of despair as it relates to the, the, the qadr of Allah. And you see that when an affliction afflicts them, their response is having bad thoughts of Allah. And they'll say that it is, it, it should have been this, it should have been that. And you find many people who do this. And you may find few people who may do this. But the individual should look at himself. We should look at ourselves. How are we regarding this affair of having good thoughts of Allah? Are we free from this? Are we free from having uh, bad thoughts of Allah? And then he mentions... A poet, line of poetry where he said, For in tenju minha tenju min the adima, and if you are saved from it, you have been saved from a great calamity. But if not, I cannot regard you as safe or as saved. So we should look at ourselves here in Khatil Kiram as it relates to how we are regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the thoughts that we have regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and our reaction to afflictions. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from those who have good thoughts of Allah in good affairs or affairs that we may see as harmful and that we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and apply a tawheed al-uluhiyah, the tawheed of worship by having this hope of Allah which is from the ibad which is ibadah and having fear of Allah which is from ibadah and all of it comes back to tawheed and having the full understanding of the principles of Allah's names and attributes we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from them for verily this here is one the perfection of one's tawheed wa sallallahu 
وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين